3: Love, talk, radio. Welcome to another broadcast night here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight you're listening to Breaking the Silence, Healing the Pain. Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain offers an open and candid dialogue platform in which you can discuss issues involving sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addiction, depression, just to name a few. Join us tonight with your host, Jim Norris. Marsha Tammy and Tony. Hello, everybody. My name is Charles Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addictions, and depression. Domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain.
4: Let's just put it out there. What do you think? Sex addiction is it a diagnosis
5: or an excuse?
2: It's, it depends on the person
3: itself and what we define as sexual addiction. All sexual addiction
2: is not negative.
3: Our topic
4: tonight will be marriage versus living together. Does a piece of paper make a difference? Whoa, okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so whoa! What kind of marriage are we referring to here? Let's
3: clarify that. <laughs> So come on you survivors join us every Thursday night at 9 o'clock PM Eastern So you can break the silence and heal the pain right here on SOAR
2: Keep on This
6: is the Soul of America Radio
1: To speak to the host Please dial 323-784-9638 And press 1 To be connected to the host Worldwide talk radio This Is the soul of America radio
3: And welcome back to Breaking the silence Healing the pain And Welcoming you back. We're actually starting the show. I am Tony Stallings. I do it better, at least that's what they've been telling me for fifty some years. And welcome to another episode of Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain. First thing I want to do is make sure everybody can hear me. So, um, Denoris, are you there?
4: I am here,
7: Tony.
3: All right. And I'll make sure that Tammy is here. Tammy, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. All right. And somebody said me got no sound. Let me make sure Mark Mark is not on. So, Tasha, can you hear me?
6: Yes, I can hear you. Hello, everyone.
3: Hey. Now, Mark, I need you to call back in. I know you're listening. I know you're listening because I hear you breathing. So if you call back in, we'll go ahead and get you back in, brother. Welcome to the show tonight. We got a hot topic. It's sexual addiction. Is it a diagnosis, or is it an excuse? Now, if you want to join in the conversation, you can go ahead and get you a spot by dialing three 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 seven eight four nine six three eight and pressing one. If you're listening online, you need to get on the phone because it's gonna be hot, and we're gonna need you to join us and talk to us about it. Cause we got a good topic tonight. And uh, we're going to roll right into it. But I want to reach out again. If Mark Anthony, if you're listening, call back, your call drops. Uh, if not, that's 50. That's 75 push-ups. If you don't call back, it's just show, I think it's 75 push-ups. So <laughs> what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and get this started. Now, I can't wait to get into the topic, all right? And so um, after all of us talking, if, if Mark Anthony don't call back, I'm going to call him from the switchboard. But here's the deal. And, and each one of us are going to speak and we're going to introduce ourselves as Tasha did. sexual addiction y'all okay now i i'm i'm just going to go and tell y'all we we've had some discussion on this i'm going to talk a little bit about it and um what i want to say is first of all let me make sure that uh Mr. Anthony is here um Mark are you there
5: yes I'm here
3: Johnny oh
2: right
3: all right. We are complete. We are complete. We are, in, we are all complete. Okay, we're starting the show, Mark, and I'm about to start it off. Sexual addiction, diagnosis, or excuse. Now, now that I got some backup, I want to say that I did a lot of research on it and left it in the car. But I'm, I'm <laughs> smart, and I'm going to go off the top of my head. Now, first of all, I wanted to bring out a small fact before I got into my version of is it a diagnosis or an excuse. Now, sex ain't wrong. Ain't no wrong with sex. Sex is good. I think we all can agree on that. It's it's not evil. It's nothing to frown upon. It's nothing to hide. Now, the only time sexual sex sex is bad, evil, frowned upon, and something to hide, and I caused a lot of disturbance by saying this last night, is outside of the marriage, because according to the Bible. Sex is an institution reserved for marriage, and if you can't hold yourself, Paul said it's better to marry than to burn. And then the seven is to burn meant something else too, but we're not going to go into that tonight. That's another show. So, <laughs> so I feel I want to bring out that ain't nothing wrong with sex. Sex is normal. It's it's biblical. It was given to us by our Creator. But as a result of other evil forces working. It can be perverted. And my belief is once sex becomes perverted, once you started getting, I'm just going to say this, but I'm going to bounce back from this, once it gets outside of the marriage and we start developing behaviors and habits that we can't control and become, in the words of my great uh, constituent Tammy, we get obsessed. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I feel
3: like I feel like there's gonna be a problem, and it can manifest itself in so many different ways. Now, I uh, um, everybody, uh, you know, I'm gonna say this. I'm kind of hesitant, but that's what the show is about: breaking the silence, healing the pain. Masturbation. Now, in the Bible, it doesn't have any. It doesn't speak on it one way or the other. Ain't nothing wrong, I, I personally don't feel there's nothing wrong with masturbation. Not that I do it. I mean, You know, I hate not saying I do it, but I don't think nothing <laughs> wrong with it. And if I did, it was a long I agree time with ago, you. right?
2: So no, here's
3: no, my point, point. I'm going to wrap it up, we're going to go around the room. Now, if it becomes chronic, and it, what I mean by chronic is with men, you're developing... Uh, abrasions and sores on your penis and and I'm I'm sorry if you have uh, a sensitive <laughs> listeners please uh, use use uh, our listener discretion uh, because we're going to be in a frank topic tonight it's not bad but sensitive ears may interpret this differently so if you got young ones uh, you may not want them to hear this if you know if they're of a younger age I'm sorry I didn't say that before so. Um, so go ahead and escort the little ones, the little ones out of the room. You know, kids and pets. What now? <laughs> so, so now what I'm saying is, is that um, it, it 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 can become obsessive, even women. So my view of what to get into the topic is: it an excuse or is it an, a, a a diagnosis? I personally feel that anything that you attach the word addiction to is more than just an excuse. I I think it's something that gets inside of your psyche and you become obsessed, like obsessive compulsive people. They don't want to count the tiles in the ceiling. They have to count the tiles in the ceiling. And Tammy can tell you that. So I'm going to shut up and pass it on. But I would like to say... That I'm going to get chewed off of what I said. Okay, Janoris, what do you take on this?
4: Hi, everybody. This is Janoris. And the first thing i like to say is Tony, 20, 25 push ups, doing your homework and leaving it in the car is not an excuse. So. <laughs>
2: get him girl get him <laughs> all right so right. i have done
4: my research and i have my notes and and i found some really interesting things in in doing this research and so i looked online i did some uh clinical research i talked to a lot of people and the consensus is pretty um pretty much the same but I, i'll tell you what i found so when i was looking online to to see what type of tests were administered by uh, companies who uh, screen people for sexual addiction, they had a a number of tests. And so one in particular was the um, pathos test. And so in that test was a series of questions, six questions, and they asked about things about, whether or not you were preoccupied with sex. If sex kind of came into your mind all the time where it disturbed your work, where it was a constant part of what it was that you were doing, it kind of overtook your life to some degree. The other thing was if after you've involved yourself in different sexual relationships with different people, uh, if you felt ashamed about those um, interactions that you had with people.
2: It actually nope. you
4: had considered getting some type of treatment because you yourself felt somewhere inside your mind that, yeah, it might be something wrong with me. If your actions hurt other people, generally if you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, or if you're in a marriage and you're having all of these extramarital affairs with all kinds of different people, These types of actions that they were hurting the people that you are married to or in their relationship with, and if you felt like at any point it was out of control. And then if you felt, you know, sad and disappointed in yourself as a result of participating in these um, these affairs. So when I look from a clinical standpoint and look at the diagnostic and statistical manual, because, you know, I'm in healthcare and Anything that has a diagnosis, you can pretty much bill for it. And so for places who treat people with sexual addictions, they have to bill insurance companies generally uh, for payment. But it it came to my attention that the American Psychiatric Association made a decision to omit sexual addiction right. from the, uh, the DSM-5. And therefore, they can't bill for insurance companies, won't. Reimbursed with that diagnosis So either you will um, Have to pay for those services Or that might prohibit Some people from even Being able to see Some type of professional help for it So when I talk to my friends And my coworkers about it Pretty much everybody was at the same Agreement and that is You know it's just being um, Irresponsible And having a lot of relationships But when you get caught it gets to be a sexual addiction. So my opinion I think it's an excuse, not a diagnosis. Thank you. Mm. Well thanks for that that
6: that information, Denores. But I think I'm gonna have to be inclined <laughs> to not agree with you. <laughs>
4: you go for it, girl. Let's
2: hear
6: it. Mm-hmm. I I I guess I lived it. You know, and I uh, I think I'm on a fence with sexual addiction being a diagnosis and an excuse, I just I, I'm on a fence with it because I've watched it. Um, I've been to um, sexual addiction um, clinics where, um, as far as the wives the wives go, um, to um, seek counsel and I guess it's like a grieving. Um, Session basically because you're listening To all these different women talk about Their husband's um, um, Addiction to porn Addiction to um, Sexual addiction You know going out spending money um, Spending extra money As far as hotel sessions And you know they, they It's just like a gambling habit And this is what they've been talking about How people spend money On prostitutes and you know Different things like that so I, I guess I'm kinda, I'm on a fence with it
2: because
6: I feel like it is an excuse, you know, because you when you had this one partner, which is your spouse, and you can have sex with your spouse, but if you're, I, I don't know, I, I I just I think that I'm on a fence with this one. <laughs> so you you on
4: the I I, I don't quite. I, I don't quite understand your response, Sash, actually. You okay, said you're my on the fence, but you didn't is, give me but one. You didn't give me but one. Okay. Well, one that I understood. So try it again. I'm sorry.
6: Okay. Basically what I'm saying is when a person, as far as the addiction is, is concerned, if they're constantly going out and they're having sex, I was in a session with um, my husband and I was in a session with our Um, Pastor And my husband was basically saying how He would bait women in He would bait them in And it would be a whole bunch of different women And he would put them in this little pond He had a little area I guess in his mind That he would put them in this pond And then when he would go through depression He would go and have sex With all of these different women at you know one time Like not all together at one time But I mean you know he would just go And keep sleeping with these different women And then he would have these times Where he would just stop And just not do it And and call himself trying to have self control And then when he'd get to this depression stage again He would go up and start up All over again And it would never be you know A, a constant same woman It would always be you know a whole bunch of different women and, you know, my heart just felt like, okay, um, you know, and when he first asked me if I would go to the sexual addictions clinic, he started going to the sexual addictions clinic, and then, you know, I would see him, you know, really trying, and then he would say, oh, you know, he slipped up again. You know, so that's, I guess when it's being done to you, you take it personal because it's it's being done to you, and then you feel like, you know, this is an excuse, this is bullcrap, you know, but then I listened to, Um, What is the pastor, um, what is his name, Um, the one that had a struggle with porn, and he said that God helped him to overcome? Kirk
2: Franklin.
5: It was
6: Kirk Franklin. Yeah, Kirk Franklin. You know, he said that, you know, he had an addiction with porn, you know, which was considered a sexual addiction because it's a part of a sexual addiction and it's watching porn, which you hear about this all the time in churches and, you know, different things, and people always talking about their husbands addicted to porn. You know, and then they said that God helped them to overcome. So I feel like it can be a spirit where, um, you know, that only God can heal you from. You know, that that's where I was that's where I was going with that. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> Do you
6: understand what I'm saying now, or I, mean, yeah,
4: I, understand, I understand you better in terms of what you're. What you're trying to explain is the way that you see it, but when I hear you say that I, I I can't help but think that you know if he or whoever chooses to participate in those type of activities, I feel like they make a decision each time they do that. And, um, you know, if the decision is to go and, you know, sleep with multiple people, they're getting something from it. They're getting something from it. So whatever it is that they're getting from it, if it's the excitement of it, if it's the gratification sexually, whatever that is, is enough to pull them back in each time. But I think that they make a conscious decision to do it. They may feel bad about it afterwards, but they make a conscious decision to do it. And I think that's a matter of choice.
6: Right. I um, do believe that when. Oh, go ahead, Kim.
7: No, I mean, I was just getting ready to give my point. I'm going to let you let you go ahead and send your thought to, uh, what's our genoa? No, let me show you.
3: Go ahead. I want ahead, to hear what you feel about
7: yeah, it. Yeah, let yours out. All right, well, um, I am pretty much, uh, my my thoughts are is that it's an excuse as well. Um, the information that I read myself like Tony, somehow my information wound up displaced. But mm-hmm. What <laughs> I remember. Yeah,
2: uh-huh.
7: <laughs> sure, <you're right. laughs>
2: yeah.
7: What I what I do remember is is that, you know, when you talk about sexual addiction it's the excessive like preoccupation and thoughts that go along with you know, um, trying to reach a desired effect. And I feel that, you know, when it, it, it's kinda of, it's really like I'm 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 more the same side with Janois when it comes to or uh, it's a choice. It's a choice that you make, um, even though some of the information that I read, you know, they line they line it up with same the same that you deal with, um, drug addiction, eating addiction. a person has, it's a matter of choice, depending on the severity of the, you know, the consequences that they have to deal with, and then, all right, am I going to continue to use, am I not going to use, okay, until I get caught, then it becomes like, okay, I'm identifying that it's an issue, but it wasn't an issue for them prior. So I'm, I just feel that, you know, it's an excuse that an individual uses to continue to participate in that type of behavior so they don't have to deal with, you know, the the consequences that come along with it, having to be confronted, you know, by their wives or when you get caught, you know, at your job because there are various types of sexual addictions, and I know – we are going to be
3: talking about that
7: later, too. Um, but I just believe that it's a it's an excuse that individuals use just to continue to participate in that, you know, in that.
3: Wow. Um, I mean, I'm going to let Mark Anthony go, but um, I, I, I still don't see how we can accept any vice or sin or compulsive behavior on the planet except sex. We make decisions when we gamble. We make decisions when we uh, overeat. We make decisions when we do drugs. We make decisions when we do anything, and we usually don't stop until we get caught. I smoked weed, did cocaine, and everything for 16 years. It wasn't until I got caught that it became a problem. So I just have a. Point. I don't understand why every bite in the book, every sin in the book is okay. It's uncontrollable. But sex, oh, no, you're a bad person. It's a bad decision. But before you mm-hmm. cuss me out, Mark, lay it out.
5: <laughs> Hey, good evening everybody. It's your boy Mark Anthony here. And uh I wanna I wanna get this definition stuff out of the way right now. Now sexual addiction can refer to a range of behaviors that are done in excess and ex- mm-hmm. significantly impacts one's life in a negative way. Now mm-hmm. that is the definition. Okay? Me personally I see it's an excuse. Why? Mm-hmm. Because nobody in history has ever died from wanting sex or being unable to have it. Wanting something that you don't have and being dissatisfied, even sexually, is a condition that people all around the world deal with every day. They cope with it without losing control, without lying, without cheating, without manipulating, and without proclaiming themselves at an addict. Fellas, I got nothing but love for you, but I'm going to have to put you on blast. You yeah, don't pry sexual addiction until you get busted,
2: plain Ooh. and simple,
5: all right? Plain and simple. That's, the way, that's just the way it is, all right? I still, but I still love you, but, you know, we've got to keep it real here. We've got to keep it real. Tony, I happen to uh, uh, agree with you. It is no reason, no reason for people to claim that they are and they can't control it because they can if they so choose to. Now, again, I feel that it's an excuse because we make decisions on everything we do. Sexual addiction, and those two words, they're almost like an oxymoron because there's nothing wrong with sex. And you can also be addicted to someone. You might be addicted to your wife or your significant other. All right, Ooh. and you love them, oh, yeah. and you just don't get enough of them—four, five, ten times a day—is that wrong? Sexual, you're sexually addicted. Sexual is not wrong. Anything done in uh, excess, again, what makes it wrong? I disagree. I disagree to- totally. But Tony, I'm gonna shoot it back to you. I want to hear what you have to say.
3: Well, nobody has had <laughs> from gambling addiction. But it just throws Nobody has that from social media addiction. But it wreaks havoc in marriages. You can't you can't gauge it by the medical uh um disposition of it. You have to gauge it by the addiction part on the end of it. Why are we why are we putting addiction in the show title if it's not an addiction? And if you use the definition of addiction across the board, every show we do, y'all gonna be saying, Well, Alcohol, yeah, yeah, he, uh, I understand he couldn't control himself. And, you know, once he got straight, he was good. And a good guy, he was just an alcoholic. Well, yeah, social media, you know, once they got straight, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, uh, he killed a person, and he was kind of crazy. But once he got straight, you know, blah, blah, blah. But sex, <laughs> you a bad person. Let me tell you, it is the only, that is the only addiction, the only vice, the only sin, that a person can't, and I'm I'm generally speaking, I'm not conforming this to one particular church or any anyway, you can. It, there's a shame to stand up and say I have a problem. And it's funny how you say it's not a, you say it's not an, uh, it's a decision. But do you realize they have sexual anonymous meetings because people don't want to be sex addicts, but they're in there because they want to stop, but they can't stop. It. It's the same thing as as Cocaine Anonymous. I have attended a Sexual Anonymous meeting, and they they have a twelve-step program. Says the second step is I became I had to uh, uh, accept the fact that I was not in control of my life. That's the second step in Sexual Anonymous. The first one is that I was powerless to to sex to the the feeling of sex. So to say that it's uh, something that you should do uh, decision wise. It it puts a dagger in the program of sexual anonymous, sexual addiction. It puts a, a dagger in that and says, everybody's lying. Y'all are lying. You do have power over it.
2: I still say
3: that you're powerless to an addiction. An addiction renders you powerless. That's why the addiction, that's what that addiction part means, powerlessness. So if I'm powerless, I can make a decision to go out here and rob a bank. I can make a decision to go out here and gamble my money away. I can make a decision uh, uh, to go out here and, uh, and and smoke crack, but that doesn't mean I want to do it. And the same, that's why these people, Mark Anthony and Janoris, that's why these people are the kalamas. they like going in but there these, because. These, these
0: programs also. They're going in there, they're, in they're
3: going in there because. They're
4: going, wait a on. They're going in there because. A lot of them are corn there,
3: water, water. Daddy. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well,
4: uh, but in these programs, in these 12 12- that program, there is a another piece to that which is the spirituality piece. So, yeah, they admit that they're powerless over it but they also seek a higher power to help them, you know, get through it. And so right. I think that's that, right. that that's 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 the part that, you know, we need to accentuate I, I still believe that people have a choice because they have a choice whether or not they're gonna surrender themselves to a higher power that can help them to deal with whatever it is that they're doing. So it's still a matter of choice because you don't have to surrender you don't have to surrender to your higher power to God is your choice. You can keep on continuing to think that you can control it or not control it or blame it on the fact that, you know, you can't help yourself. But there are choices, and there's a choice to surrender so render yourself to your higher power and act that your higher power helps you to overcome whatever it is, be that drugs, be that food, be that sex, be that whatever it is. I, I, I have to agree
2: that, with you. And, but
7: th- and that also comes in, like, after a person has uh, has experienced some type of adversity because usually a person won't even come forth to even seek out some type of treatment or even even identify that there is a problem until some, some, some consequences come into play. So That's that is uh, what you're saying, you know, like the spirituality piece and in, in making a decision, one has to really accept and acknowledge, first you have to acknowledge that there's a problem and yeah. then accept that there is a problem that needs to be, Work doing in order for you to get better in that area. So when you talk about the spirituality piece, that's also you know when you look, Alana, it's a choice that you make to even come to terms with that there is something greater than myself that is going to help me through this process because I know without that I can't do it alone. I can't do in it. In other words, myself. we're powerless.
3: That's why we need somebody out of us Because we're powerless powerless. And that means that we can't control it We'll be right back after this commercial message I'm right, they're wrong Hang on, we're going to be right back
2: (laughs) I'm right, they're wrong This
6: is the Soul of America Radio.
1: If you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host, Worldwide Talk Radio. This is the Soul. sexual abuse,
3: emotional abuse, addiction, and depression, domestic violence, we are breaking the silence, healing the pain. To join us on the show, dial 323-784-9638 and press one if you want to speak on the air. And now back to the show and our hosts, Janoris, Latarsha, and Tammy. And welcome welcome back to a hot show. And I want to make I think I've got everybody back in. Yeah, yeah. Um and we're discussing tonight uh sexual addiction, is it a diagnosis or an excuse? And um and so far we've pounced around the idea of uh uh if and and we've had several good points brought out on both sides that uh it is an excuse and also that it, it is and and uh it could be a problem or a diagnosis. And before we went to the break, I was I was explaining something, and I'm gonna get back, and we're gonna start taking calls. We got two online, but I think we set the stage for everybody pretty good. But I I wanted to say that um um I wanted to give out some um when I well, I'll do that toward the end of the show, I wanted to give out some statistics first before we get to the callers to kind of kind of give you a, a, a level playing field of where we are with this. And I got this. I like to give the source. It's from Addiction addictionhope.com, and this is from uh, a leading sex addiction expert, according to the site, Dr. Patrick Kahn. So you can look that up. Now, it says sexual addiction is an addiction that is not hard to develop, and he's going to give some stats. He said, now listen to this. 72 million people worldwide, internet users, visit adult sites every month. 72 million. Also, about 12% of Total websites are pornographic. That's pretty good. That's about 4.2 million websites, pornographic. That's big business. Okay? Now, let's get into the stats, and we're going to get to the
2: call.
3: 42.7% of Internet users view pornography. That's almost ten percent 20. The National Council on Sexual Addiction Compulsivity estimated that, listen to this, 6 to 8% of Americans are sex addicts. That boils down to about eighteen to twenty-four million people. Most of them are brothers. Wow. And, and more than 80, I man, No, I, I threw that in. That was a joke, Mike. That was a joke. More than eighty percent of women who have porn addiction. Take it offline, ladies. Let me repeat that, please. More than eighty percent of women who have porn addiction, women can be pointed at it. Hello? Take it offline. <laughs> Women, far more <laughs> than men, <laughs> ah, <listen laughs> to
2: this.
3: Women, far more than men, are likely to act out their behavior in real life, such as having multiple partners, casual sex, and affairs. Okay, my last one, and I know they're getting up off the floor, Internet use. Uh, now, uh, he talks about how, and, and listen to this. I'm going I'm to I'm get on the phone. Some researchers of sex addiction claim, this is no proof, that Internet sex is the crack cocaine for the addiction. And this makes sexual addiction a difficult battle to fight because the sexual assimilation is within you. You're really fighting yourself. So that's why I maintain that it's something that um, that is uh, a, kind of beyond our control. But since we have talked about this and we laid a good save down, how about we let some of the callers come in and weigh in on it, and 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 we're gonna give them a couple of minutes to share. We're not gonna be able to go a long time because we got other callers we gotta to get to. So please limit your sharing to about two minutes. But the first caller is from the big, the bold, and the beautiful—the one and only <laughs> Ebony.
0: Well, hello ladies. Welcome. Thank you for that. And gentlemen, and thank you for that beautiful introduction.
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, so is, um, it, is it a, is
3: it a, is, it a, is, it a, is it a diagnosis or is it a, a an excuse? Sex addiction.
0: Okay. I believe it's a diagnosis. I think that, you know, and I and I and I say this to say that we do have, there are are multiple uh, addictions that we can suffer from as human beings. And the reason I say that is because it goes, I I think it becomes an impulsive thing, something impulsive inside of you. And sometimes it can't be helped. You get the urges, you know. Um, I think that even with sexual uh, abusers they have an addiction addiction to a child an addiction to a boy a girl what have you but they have an addiction from something that may have traumatized them as children and it becomes an addiction because every time you interact or you act on that impulse it's kind of repeating the abuse that have happened to you so I look at it as an addiction because I feel like um, some people really don't want to be addicted You know, you have you have drug addicts They're like, I just don't want to get high anymore But I just, I can And sometimes that itch is more powerful Than, um, and I'm sure, you know People think of it as a As, a, as using uh, faith as Okay, pray and God's high power You know, and some people's faith Is not that strong So you have to meet people where they are And as they become, once they become to, once they come to the realization that they are indeed addicted or are indeed, they have a problem, that's the first step to moving into your truth, walking into your truth and trying to get the help that you need for that addiction.
2: Wow.
3: So you see it as you see it as a diagnosis and you see it as something that once you get to a point where you get to where you can't take it no
2: more
3: uh you uh you, you wanna get out of that. You feel like that's the point where you become powerless enough to seek help. That's what you're saying.
0: Yes. Yes. Um I okay. feel like, you know,
5: So who was agreeing
7: with
2: they're, they're oh, I'm gonna gonna I, don't, I, don't, I'm not I agree don't agree with you.
7: you
6: at all. Thank you. I thank you solo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you solo. Next one. Okay. I don't <laughs> think she solo because, I, like I said, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a fence with it.
7: But you're going to have to cheer the side. You can't straddle the fence. <laughs> I'm sorry,
2: baby. <laughs> I, have I, got I got to straddle the I got to straddle. Well, we have, uh, we have
4: uh, one of the callers that's in the chat room, um, Kay. She she has responded, and she said something similar to what Ebony was saying, and she said, I think it can be a mixture of both. From my perspective, I feel that if someone has been molested or raped Sometimes they become promiscuous, which causes a person to be addicted to sex, feeling like they have to give themselves to a man or a woman all the time after being violated. Thanks, uh, Kate. We appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate that comment.
3: Now, now, in yes, some you. cases, uh, and I read this online, it can it can lead to more serious things. Like we know it, it comes through pornography, masturbation, phone sex, cyber sex, prostitutes. Affairs, strip clubs, voyeurism. Well, well, it can even lead to rape and pedophilia. Right. like you were saying, it can lead to child. So, I still agree with with the call. I, I, I agree with leak because I don't think people want to do these things. I, I don't think anybody grows up, Mark, and saying, "Well, you know what? I want to be a sex addict when I get older. I, I want to but, right. rape." So, uh, I don't think they do that. I don't I think. think I don't so,
4: think. You think so you think they're having the an out of body yeah. experience that something is taking over them and making them do it? Like yes. who? Who takes? Who takes, some, who <laughs> takes responsibility <laughs> for it? You saying yes? Like yeah? Yes, 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 yes. But, but so what, what is it that taking that's taking over? Are they possessed? Are is that you? what you're saying?
2: I you don't uh, think so. so?
3: That's what I'm you saying that they're possessed. that what you're I, saying, Tom? Wait, wait, wait a minute. You don't think a person that is addicted is... Okay, let me ask you this first. Is the person speaking a Christian? Is what? Well,
5: well that's, a diff- that's a different story. Okay, that, a that, that's a different story.
3: No, 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 I'm not going to go deep into it. I'm just going to answer this question with it. I believe a person is addicted... And you ask me do they have something in them. Yes, that's why you have to rely on a higher power. You can't do it alone with any addiction because there's something I you that is you. I agree with you. I agree with well, you, well, you I saying that like agreeing. I didn't even bring up the fact of
2: the higher power, so
3: I don't quite
4: understand why you uh, reiterating that, I mean, that's something that we all agree upon, I believe. But you the statement that you made was like, you know, <laughs> they don't want to grow up to be this. They don't want to grow up to be that. Like somebody is taking over them and making them do all of this kind of stuff.
2: So who and is I the one that's taking here?
6: over? How we don't know that somebody is taking over and making them do all of this
7: stuff.
2: That's a good question.
7: Because 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 I mean, because it's choice. I mean, it's a difference than it is you between somebody putting a gun to your head saying, You have to do this as opposed to you saying, Okay, I'm gonna I'm making a decision. Now granted it becomes something that's overwhelming that they can't you know, they can't get a grip on because of the treatment. I mean you are making a decision to do it. Even if somebody has been violated, even if you've been violated as a child, okay, it's that, it's, it's like, it's that feeling that you experience, and then it becomes this thing that for most, they consider it, it's, it's classified, it's the rule for them, because some don't know that it's been wrong, it's, they've been wrong, until they get older and okay. only find out what well, they
3: but it's a matter. Well, I feel like uh,
2: it's Ebenica,
3: a matter of choice. Ebony, I appreciate you calling. Thank you for calling, sweetie. Call, up, but stay online. Stay where you are, and listen, and make sure you call back next week because you always get us fired up. And we're <laughs> to the show now a gentleman that wants to express himself, Mr. Ward, and he gave me these names in this order: Ward Ellington Jr. How are you doing tonight, sir? Yellow.
5: Wow, it's quite an interesting topic you got going <laughs> Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and, I hear, and I hear some passion I hear some passion in the expression of the opinion <laughs> well, uh, There's you know, a lot of passion, lots out. of passion And I think that it's going to be a combination of both elements If you've got anything that can measurably affect the pleasure principle of the brain
2: Ooh. or physically
5: change the nerve synapses in your mind or your nerve endings Ooh. by some type of act. or if you can receive some type of payoff you can get addicted to it
2: wow. it's like
5: um, we as humans are for the most part basically Of the flesh Physical beings Now it might start out physically But you keep dibbling and dabbing You do it more and more and more And the payoff What you get Is what you really yearn for In getting addicted
2: Now
5: once Like anything you keep on doing Repetition, repetition It's going to get old So now The payoff shifts to the ritual It's not the act oh, itself I like
2: this.
5: It turns to the ritual Now you you going to get You're going to get some individuals Who are going to get taught By their significant other And they're going to try to figure out Any kind of way to get to redeem Themselves and get some points Baby I got an addiction You're right, yeah, right. Baby, um, they uh, I got an <laughs> addiction I just can't help myself so I'm gonna yeah, go right. to this class. I gotta do anything I can. You know, quite naturally, you're gonna have those people who's gonna abuse anything. So it's gonna be uh, a, di- a clinically diagnosed. It's clinically, it's, it's a legitimate illness that can be clinically diagnosed, and it's gonna be an excuse. I
3: just is like a case by case
5: situation.
3: Take this out, man. Take this out. Do this for me because you're making making good sense. If you had to lean one way or the other, if you had to lean more toward uh, uh, clinical or more toward excuse, which would you do? Man, I'm going to lean more toward.
5: I'm going to lean more toward. Okay, like I said before, (laughs) I'm probably going to break down to a, a case-by-case analysis. Come, 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 come on, Come on, brother. I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm not going to leave gonna more support. I'm not going to let you know, Mr. Warren
7: Ellington Jr., of the people
5: that you
3: bro. know. Warren, I'm not going to
4: let him jump you, bro. Make, a, Which make one is it? a statement one way or the other of the people that you have personal knowledge of.
5: Oh, I don't know anybody who got been diagnosed with a sexual addiction. Uh, in, is, I, in, which, in the circle that i run story? with, maybe they maybe what? they uh, got it and been to seek counsel or something. I don't know. I know some, I know some horse people.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I don't know nobody
5: who been to the doctor and got a prescription or got a stamp on the back of their wrist say I'm a sex addict. I don't know. I don't know any of those people. Of course you uh, would come uh, not only, The people not only. as you
4: just said Who come out and say it Is because after they've gotten caught So those people wouldn't have to explain Or plead baby 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 to you
5: But yeah. I just, uh, Now I probably know more people Who would go that route <laughs> <laughs> So is, but, is, it, is uh, it more of an excuse Or a diagnosis That's what we. I, I want to hear Excuse, I, diagnosis In my own personal brother. experience I have never Known anybody who's got diagnosed with a sexual addiction. Thank you, my brother. Thank but you. All right. I never know. I only, <laughs> I, only, I, only, I only became aware of it once when this guy, uh, uh, Eric Benet when it came down and he got caught cheating on his wife, so he was a sex addict. Okay, okay. That's when I first
2: heard
5: I'm like, oh, okay. He just got caught, flew around had a beer. He had to come up with something. That's my first yeah, right. initial response So But it is something that can be Legitimately Diagnosed clinically as well, well Okay you
7: well, know, I, As DeNorthy Stated earlier you know they have Changed the um,
1: And,
7: and the, the DSM Five they no longer list Sexual addiction As being a clinical diagnosis but it was something that they had actually identified in the past as being, you know, clinically diagnosed. So, I, you know, their reason for I don't have the information, but I know that it has been removed.
5: Well, uh, according to the information that I got, is uh, the DSM five doesn't list it, uh, but it the research does indicate that there's a clear prevalence of adverse sexual behavior that uh, Mm -hmm. is similar in development to a chemical addiction. All right. But um, I just want to say this, uh, and I don't want to hear anything from Mr. Stallings at this this point. First of all, your stats that you gave us so eloquently
2: are wrong. All right. Because (laughs) there are many
5: people that go on porn sites that go on there for educational purposes. There are many people that go on for entertainment purposes. There are people that go on for satisfaction. They don't necessarily have to be sex addicts. Now, yes, Mm. porn business is a very big business. It's huge. So for those statistics to try to prove that these people or certain percentage of people are sex addicts, I have to disagree, just totally disagree. Mm -hmm. And, and and
2: uh another thing <laughs> <And a, laughs> I, I, <laughs> well,
6: I just I just need to ask Mr. Mark Anthony is that your final answer <laughs>
2: Yes ma'am
5: Yes ma'am that is my final answer I don't need to phone okay. a photo friend okay I'm not going <laughs> <a friend>. to Okay <laughs> <laughs>
6: I just had to make sure that was your final answer.
5: <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That, that's my final answer. I think, you know, see, I think we really run into trouble when we look at sex itself as being a disease, okay? That, that, that's, that caused a big problem for me. And as like the gentleman said, anything that you do, once you start getting that payoff, once you start getting that high from it, you continue to do it. And that's where an addiction can begin so that you want to do it because you want the high. People that gamble, they don't go gambling to win money. They enjoy the high, the feeling, the rush that they get from it. Yes, so, the ritual. Right, the ritual, okay, seeing that we're going to be politically correct here. But <laughs> is, this. This is this is what I, this. Is, this is what I truly believe, okay, and why I say it's, it's an excuse because it is a choice. And with any addiction or with any problem, we have to first seek help. All right? got to identify the problem and then we have to uh, look for help in addressing that problem because it is a choice. It's a choice no matter how you look at it. Hey, we're
2: going to be
3: right Tony, back up to this place. We're going to be right back up this we are hot tonight. We'll be right back. Don't go there. Hello, everybody. My name is Kyle Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Sexual abuse, emotional abuse, addictions, and depression, domestic violence. We are breaking the silence, healing the pain. Let's
4: just put it out there. What do you think? Sex addiction is it a diagnosis?
5: or an
2: excuse. It depends on the person
3: itself and what we define as sexual addiction. All sexual addiction
2: is not negative.
3: Our topic
4: tonight will be marriage versus living together. Does a piece of paper make a difference?
3: Well, whoa! And, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what what of is that we're referring to here? Let's clarify that. <laughs> so, come on, you survivors, join us every Thursday night at nine o'clock p.m. Eastern, so you can break the silence and heal the pain right here on Soar.
2: Make it, I to survive. Keep on surviving. <laughs> This
6: is the Soul of America Radio.
1: If you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. Worldwide Talk Radio. This is the Soul of America Radio, and welcome back to Breaking the
3: Silence, Healing the Pain.
2: And welcome back. It's about six minutes to the
3: hour. We got a couple of more minutes. We're gonna get. We're gonna get another caller in. Three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. We might get, be able to squeeze one more person in. And tonight we're talking about sexual addiction. Is it a diagnosis or is it a, a um, uh, an excuse, excuse. Face is what everybody's saying. <laughs> yeah. So, uh we have another caller on the line that I'm going to welcome and it will be and we got another person I'm gonna get to, but let's open the line for Sir Charles. Charles, are you with us, brother? Good evening.
2: Good
4: evening. Hello. What is it? Hi H- help
5: us out. Hey, help what's up. up, Jannar?
4: Hey, darling. How are you?
5: I- I'm doing great. I have been laughing uh, hysterically listening to the show tonight, and um, <laughs> I just want I just wanted to call in and, and kind of like give my take on whether or not it's it, uh, an excuse or it's an, an addiction. Uh, I'm leaning more towards the addiction uh, of sex. Uh, I think people get addicted to sex because there's a there's a void in their life somewhere, and they turn to sex uh, in order to fulfill that void. Uh, let me ask you something. Are any of you familiar with uh family curses family
6: curses? curses Do you
5: yeah. mean generational curses yeah
4: yeah generational yeah. curses very familiar yeah. mm-hmm.
5: well I, I i firmly believe in, in in generational curses because um these these are things that that started way 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 back in in, in our family because I know I came from a family where uh, all the way back to great-great-grandfather was uh, came to this country, was married, and had a family, and and left that family and started a new family, which is the, the new family is the family that I came from. And so all the way down the line, there has been uh, this 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 sexual addiction and what we began to call it in my family was the the family disease. That, that's what that's the way we referred to it. Oh, homeboy got that disease. And 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 I really feel like this thing is real. Because I mean and it was pretty bad for both sides of my family. On my mother's side and my father's side. So what do you do about it well so, uh, the 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 only thing now I'm getting ready to tell on myself the only thing that i that i was the way I was able to overcome the uh the problem that I had was I came into the knowledge of god's word and and I listened to you all talk earlier about your supreme being or your your higher power. And all of that Well that To me that's the only way That you'll be able to overcome that Is to um, Give in to your higher power Whoever that is Ooh. With yeah, with me It so was the word of God That giving
7: in comes with a decision
5: huh? That
7: giving in comes with A decision that has to be made So there's a choice We can either
5: change
7: Well, or well
5: what, what are the reasons That Uh See, this, this thing about a sex addiction, it, this, this is something new
2: uh-huh. to,
5: to us uh, because the sex addiction has been there all the time, but for a long time, it was acceptable uh-huh. because I know yeah. some yeah. of these, you, you mm-hmm. got brothers and, and uncles that have uh, multiple girlfriends and, you know, sisters, they, they thought it was something, oh, he's just uh-huh. crazy. He got all these girls. Oh, you knew a girl... That she had multiple boyfriends, and it was nothing, you know, thought about behind that. When you look at a woman that has seven children, and each one of those children have uh, a different daddy, or you look at a man that's got uh, six different, as they call it today, uh, baby mamas. I mean, see, it, it, it's been it's been something that we've accepted. For a long time, and so now it's uh, a title has just been put to it, sexual addiction. But it's something that's been there all the time. Hey Charles,
3: yeah, I've been muted for the last three minutes. Let me ask you something then, because we got to wrap this up. Um, I I hear what you're saying, and I'm in agreement with you because I'm the only one that they've been beating me up over this. But let me ask you a question then. So I I hear what you're saying about the family, the generational curses. So and quickly, can uh wrap this up if you can. How would you prevent this from being passed on to your children? Because according to what you're saying, it's generational, and so you can expect it to go to your, let's say, son. How would you, what would right. you to prevent that or help deter that?
5: First of all, if you've been a part, if you had to deal with this, you see it. You see it in your children. Now, after you see it in your children, it comes your time to sit down and have this conversation, and I mean, be a, a very candid conversation with your children about where this could lead them, and, and, and the the, re, the negative repercussions of what this does to you. Right,
3: because right. there is no right. good ending to it. Right, that's true. So overall, you feel it's a it's a diagnosis, and it's, it can never be an excuse, right? No, no, I don't.
2: Okay, yeah. I
3: don't. Well, I, got, I got somebody on my side, man. Charles. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah you got, I, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you got I, somebody,
2: somebody on your side.
3: On your I'm really man. I'm serious. They've been on me all night. You keep it marked, man. It's been it's yeah, been,
5: it's, been I, course, I, man, it's been ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I listen to you. They, they've been on you pretty hard. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with you that this thing is serious. It's just that it's been going on for for centuries. But now we put a title to it and named it what it is. And it's a sexual addiction and, and it comes from, it comes from generational curses. It comes from uh, uh, something that a person is lacking in their life, being love, attention, mm. uh, or whatever from their their parents or uh, you know it, it right. can cause a, a, a number of things to launch you into this. This sexual addiction thing, because you're looking for something that you'll never find.
2: Wow, that's that's
3: deep.
5: Okay,
3: yeah. Well, Todd, I really appreciate you calling, man, and, and clarifying and, and speaking what you uh, feel about it. And I agree. And uh, I want to say that we we run out of time, but I think everybody tonight. Uh, gave some pertinent information. Uh, one on either side. I think. I think that uh, uh, Charles uh, 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 Ward uh, put it good too, and he said that it can be a little bit of both. And, and now that I think about it, he had a good point. Every caller tonight, every caller that we had tonight, really hit some good points and uh, said some things that made all of us sort of uh, uh, either irritate us or, or change. So I'm gonna get the callers. And if you're listening tonight, I would love I I we we've got some information we wanna share with you. Tammy is gonna give us some resources and if you can grab a pencil and paper, if you're if you're kinda of suffering from this and you kinda of quietly uh, doing it and and you don't wanna tell anybody because folks like Mark and Janoris are gonna eat you up, jot this down. And uh, get this information. 50%. So Tammy, if you share what you got with us, Tammy.
7: Um, what I have is, is that um, SAMSHA has a 24/7, um, 365 day year treatment referral and information service. So you can call into their national hotline, and it's every it's all confidential. Any information that you discuss is not you know discussed with anyone else. Um, in order to get in contact with them, you can call one eight hundred six six two 662 help That's one eight hundred six six two four three five seven, 662 4357 And that's the national hotline, and they'll actually connect you with someone who can assist you, you know, with uh, working through that, you know, working through the process of Healing when it comes to the sexual addiction. Get a number again if you don't mind. The number for the National Sexual Addiction Hotline is 1 800 662
2: 4357.
3: Hey. I appreciate that. Sammy's uh, our, our expert on that kind of stuff. She's got a little, <laughs> a little knowledge, a little been, a little more than some of us got. I know me for one. Uh, Mark, Kenny, uh, Sonora, Latasha, we pulled off another great show. Uh, the debate will go on forever. We can talk. We can talk another hour if we wanted to. Uh, Anthony, because you, you That's right. Uh, Charles, thanks for sharing. Ward, thanks for sharing. And what were you saying? You were wrong, period. Choice. <laughs> and I would like to
5: thank Kate for coming into the chat room. <laughs>
2: Y'all are true. <laughs> hey, all it's right. it's your boy, Mark
5: Anthony here, I will look forward to seeing everybody next that week.
2: That